give me Jeremiah 17 on verse 5. Thus said the Lord, cause see the man that trusted in man and naked flesh his arm. He trusted in man. Where is your trust? Simon said unto you, will I lift up my soul? Oh my God, in him I trust. Where is your trust? Is he a man? Do you know you are a man? Are you still with me in church? Do you know you are a man? So if you trust yourself, you are trusting a man. He said you are empowered to fail. Say that make the flesh his arm. Flesh is performance. I've said that to you over and over again. Or time and again. Flesh means performance. So he made performance his arm. Arm there is strength. He made performance his strength. That man is cause. They whose heart departed from the Lord. So you see, when you are trusting in performance, when your faith is in the arm of flesh, your heart has departed from the Lord. Who are you trusting? We are talking about how to be successful in life. Who are you trusting? Verse 6. Say, For it shall be like the heat in the desert. I shall not see when good cometh. So good came, but he didn't see it. You have heard this again and again here. Good came, he didn't see it. The mighty supply came, he didn't see it. Why? Because he was making arm. He was making performance. His strength. Because his heart has departed from the Lord. When good came, he didn't see it. But shall inhabit the patched places in the wilderness, in the salt land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord. So you are automatically empowered. Why were they all blessed? Because you do what? You trust in the Lord. Now that we share with us for the past meetings, I trust in him. Because I trust in him, I know that he, outside my works, has made me the righteousness of God in Christ. Sir, I am blessed. I am blessed. Empowered. And I say I'll be aggressive about it, sir. Sir, I am blessed. Because he has made me the righteousness of God. I am what? Blessed. Say it again. Say, I'm blessed. I am blessed. That trusted in the Lord. And whose hope the Lord is. Hope. Pictures. Whose hope the Lord is. The Lord is your picture. The Lord is the one you are looking at. Jehovah is the one you are looking at. In the counterpart scripture up there, said that the guy made performance his strength. You, you did what? You made Jehovah your pictures. You are looking at the lamb's name. What are you looking at? Actually, what are you looking at? Are you sure you are looking at lamb's name? Or are you not sure you are looking at Naira? Naira rising or falling? Oh, what are the first things you open to check in the morning? God, so thank you, ma. Jehovah is my strength. Jehovah is my picture. This prophet, the speech here is almost like Proverbs. You know, Proverbs, sometimes when he's speaking, it's like comparing. So sometimes you can look at some of the words on top and equate it to the words below. 
Now I'll tell you what I mean. He said that uh, the other first guy, he made performance his strength. Now you are making Jehovah your picture. So you see, that strength there, you can equate it to what? To pictures. So the picture in front of you become what? The strength. That is in your spirit working for you. Jehovah is my what? Picture. Jehovah is my picture. I am not putting my faith in my performance. Performance is not my strength. Jehovah is my strength. They say they how strong are you financially? You tell yourself, very, very strong. I mean, I'm extremely strong. He said, How? He said, Jehovah is my financial strength. Somebody getting me? Jehovah is my financial strength. That's how strong I am. I'm financially stronger than any being you can think of. Are you saying you are financially stronger than Bill Gates? Yes. If Jehovah is not his financial strength, then I'm stronger than him. Say amen. And where I'm going to is my focal point here is your belief. What are you believing? I was telling the that they want to come and start uh, auditing churches. I said they are welcome to come. Others said a pastor has got to be afraid. Afraid of what? They are welcome to come. Anybody audit or they don't come. They will see the source of our money. People have thought that the source of our money is Titan offering Jehovah. Jehovah. You see your first church now. I was telling them recently. Have you been there? They are not that plenty. You know that. He told me that one man gave them all that money. Over a hundred million naira. One man. Jehovah is our strength. And that's how God is raising men. And the next man God is raising. Say amen. God has raised me up. It's my strength. Okay, let's finish this place. For it shall be like a tree planted by the waters and spread out her roots by the rivers. I shall not see when she cometh. You know me, I've told you guys, I've literally experienced this. I traveled, I came back. I kept sending people to buy me food. I didn't know price of food have increased. Then I drove into a finish and I was staying with you. One day to pay my time. Ah, I think it was going to 13,000 naira. I say, Kilo day. And the boys there know me. Boys have they say, ah, Pastor, where have you been? I say, in Nigeria. They, ah, they have increased for since. I say, really? Look, when heat comes, you will not even see it. You know why? Because you are not looking at price of petrol. Jehovah is your picture. Tap somebody again and say, that, eh? Let Jehovah be your picture. <laughs> say amen. amen. Glory to God. Jehovah is my strength. Let's go to the book of Genesis 15:1. Let me see. And after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. Look at that. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. God said that I am your exceeding great reward. That word reward there is salary. Pay. 
you can take the word, you can every the word money. He said, I am thy exceeding great money. Can the couple say the literal meaning there is that he's a quickly increasing money supply. Wait, 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 wait. Who is our money supply? Who is my great reward? Who is my great pay? Oh, I thought my great pay was what American Embassy was giving me. <laughs> uh, what Unity Bank or Bank of the North is paying me? I said somebody all the way from Ivory Coast quoted exactly what I said on Facebook. But I said there are five ways to succeed in life. Okay? So I have to now inbox it. I say, wait, how did you hear this message? And I say, I watch it on your stream. I say, oh, okay. So people are watching the way you don't, you don't know. Amen. Is our exceeding great reward. Now, question, do you believe that? God is my quickly increasing money supply. Say it three times. God is my quickly increasing money supply. Say it again. God is my quickly increasing money supply. Say it again. God is my quickly increasing money supply. So for my money to diminish, it means that God is what diminishing. Yes, sir. I cannot be broke. Another day in my life. Can you say with some, some faith that I cannot be broke? Another day in my life. Because Jehovah is my money. Jehovah is the air that I breathe. There's a song we sing that like that. But Jehovah is the car that I drive. Jehovah is the house I'm in. Jehovah is the clothes I wear. Jehovah, Jehovah is the money in my pocket. It cannot diminish. Tell him I believe God. It cannot diminish. It can't finish. I can't be broke. I, I want it to enter somebody. I want it to enter somebody's spirit. I, I want somebody's eye. We are talking about how to be successful in life. I want somebody's eye to just say, Hey, it's true. It's true. Let it be a revelation. It's not a cliche we say in church. Oh, mighty supply. Okay, it's a cliche. Attach your Savannah members. No, no, no. It should be what? A revelation. There are workings of miracles. Jehovah is my pay. Amen. The Lord told that this year is the year of glory. Amen. Let's move towards that area. As we do, let's again look at our star scripture. The book of Romans 4. What shall we say then? That Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh had found. For if Abraham were justified, declared righteous by works, he had well off to glory, but not before God. And can I just add this clause? That's why a lot of people are fighting for the right of righteousness by works. So that they have something to do with to glory. When we're in, in school, in FCS, they said that some people are so humble. They are proud of their humility. You know, they just want something to your spriding. I heard a page somewhere, you know, name we tell. The person said that 
he was telling me that said, all these people, they are the product of my sweat. So I didn't want the government to be careful what he says. I say, yeah. Nobody is a product of my sweat. Oh. My sweat. Everybody is a product of the blood of Jesus Christ. Paul said that the church that he has possessed by his blood. It's not my sweat. That's why I tell people, I say, blood is thicker than sweat. Don't rely on sweat. Sweat is what? Sweat is performance. Sweat is hard work. No, I don't rely on sweat. I rely on blood. The covenant. The blood covenant between Jehovah and I. It's far stronger than any sweat you can think of. Far stronger than any sweat you can think of. Don't you want people to be diligent in the works of their hands? They should be. I am diligent in the work of my hands, and you should be diligent in the works of your hands. But let me tell you, never put your faith in the works of your hands. These guys are not catching me. Let me tell these guys. I said, never put your faith in the works of your hands. It will fail you. Blood is thicker than what? Sweat. So no bragging here. No bragging here. So it not be as though, if I'm not around, nothing will happen. It's a lie. It's not by me. If I'm not around, the blood is still around. And the, the blood I've attracted, I've brought into our midst, I've invoked into our midst the power of the Holy Spirit. So when I go away, I don't go away with the blood. <laughs> Amen. No, I don't. Say so we are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God unto innumerable companies of angels. The spirit of just men make perfect. That is where we are. Say unto the blood of what? Sprinkling. That speaketh better things than that of Abel. Amen. And where that is, where the blood is, the spirit is. Amen. And where the spirit is, there is success. Amen. Let's continue. Righteousness without faith. The next verse. For what said the scripture? Abraham believed God. And it was counted upon him for what? Righteousness. Oh, glory to God. I know I'm doing calm with you on it. I can stay there. Can't even leave it. Now to him that walketh is the reward not reckoned for grace but of death. But to him that walketh not, that believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. Can you see this? Can you see the works of God? What is his work? He justifieth how? The ungodly. It's a champion in doing that. So you see, don't try and clean yourself before you come. Because he's the one that do what? That will clean you. Just as I am. Without one plea. Thank God though, we are here. But how I wish, amen, that 83, when we got born again, somebody told us this. Oh, that have been out of condemnation. But believe it on him that justified the ungodly. His faith is counted for what? Righteousness. Amen. Believe in God. Believe in God. Believe in the great I am. Believe in God. His primary assignment. Can I put that way? He does. He justified the ungodly. Glory to God. And with that, because he has justified me, he has declared me righteous. I'm qualified for glory. I'm jumping gone, but let's go on. Amen. Say, I'm righteous. 
I can't overemphasize this. Herein lies the secret of having a successful life. What is it, Reverend? Believe that you are what? The righteousness of God. The element of this world will work for you. Things will gravitate for you. Listen to me. Doors will open. That all this way will shut to you. Money will come into your hand more than you have ever thought of. Nobody is just like that. Yes. Because you are righteous. Like we said earlier on, that thing that came upon Abraham that made him from being a man who is in his father's at the age of 70. Right? That thing came upon Abraham. Let me use you the word that thing. Suddenly Abraham became the wealthiest man around. But we say he was extremely rich. Hey, this man that was seen in his father's house at the age of 70. And may that never happen to you in Jesus' name. Married a barren woman. About all the ladies you choose, you choose a barren one. That same man, when this righteousness came upon him, they trained men. They trained men in his house. He took them up and went after five kings. And they could not defeat him. The failure. The failure who was still 70 years at home. Suddenly, his trained men, five kings with their troops, could not overtake that righteousness. That righteousness. Sir has come upon you. That righteousness in you. Hey, let me tell you about that. Well, I don't know what's happening in their own time. No matter what you think was happening in their own time. When righteousness was introduced into the system, everything began to expand. I don't care how you think our world is right now. This righteousness in you, if you believe it and it's introduced into this system, Everything will begin to work for you. I don't care how a failure they have called you a failure. Those are my rules of being successful. From I saw from scripture, how to be successful in life: one, believe you are the righteousness of God; two, believe you are the righteousness of God; three, believe you are the righteousness of God; four, believe you are the righteousness of God; five, believe your sins are forgiven. <laughs> believe your sins are forgiven. Amen. just that. Look at the scripture. Don't just let my words be the final authority. Look at the scripture. Say, even as David described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputes righteousness without works. So there is a blessedness, empowerment to excel in life. Empowerment to excel in life. To the man that God imputes credit. Righteousness to them without works. Look at the next one, verse 8. Seven, sorry, saying, Blessed are those whose iniquities are what? Forgiven. And whose sins are what? Covered. Blessed. Empowered to excel in everything desirous and good is the man whose sins are forgiven. Tell them my sins are forgiven. You know, when I was preaching in the church in Portacourt, I was telling you, I said, when you go to office tomorrow, eh, when somebody says, how are you? Say, I am holy. But I said, uh, let me be your answer. Say, I am holy. Okay, I was talking about holiness. Was, let me just twist it a little bit. Tomorrow when you go to office, I was going to say, how are you? Say, I am righteous. I am the righteous of God. Somebody say, 
the Lord will let it ag- aggravate some of those religious demons in your office. Check them out. Are you still with me? So make sure you do that tomorrow. How was your night? I am the righteousness of God. What does that mean? That may give you an opportunity of sharing the gospel with that person. Amen. And when last I do share the gospel with the person. Because you know, I was preaching to him yesterday, I was saying to get born again. No, I am not saying when last you asked him to get born again. I'm saying when last did you preach the gospel to the person? The gospel. Get born again is not the gospel. It's a statement of fact. It's not the gospel. Woke up to this person like he's feeling so dejected. Let's say, Sir, Ma, relax. God in Christ has forgiven you all your sins. Eh? Yes. Okay, let's pause here a little bit. Let's go to Acts 13 from verse 37. Let's see how they preach this gospel in that time. You know how you preach it. Get born again. I'm telling you to get born again. Acts 13, 37. I'm telling you to get born again. Mm-mm. 38. Be it known to you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached, the word preached is word declared. Through this man it is declared. Through this man is declared unto you the forgiveness of sins. You know what they were doing? They were coming through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. They were telling people, look, because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, your sins have been forgiven. Forgiveness has been given unto you. If you believe that and you receive that, you are saved. Amen. Look at the next verse. And by him, Jesus, all that believe are what? Justified. Declared righteous. They are declared righteous from all things from which you could not be declared righteous by the law of Moses. That is a direct attack on the law of Moses. What the law of Moses could not declare you righteous. Believing in this man, you are declared righteous. Literally, I put it this way, literally, right? All that believe are declared righteous in all things. So in your finances, you are declared what? Righteous. In your health, you are declared what? Righteous. In your home, you are declared what? Righteous. In all things that your performance cannot do. You see, what your performance, the amount of money your performance cannot bring. Believing in this man, you are qualified for it. Don't talk to your neighbor, just smile, just smile. Say, I am righteous in all things. Let's go back to the book of Romans 4. So when you get to office tomorrow, your working place tomorrow, are you there now? I am the righteousness of God. <laughs> Amen. Do I have to say that? Yes. You know, I like what Ken Hagen says that uh, when he got born again newly, when people ask him, hey, let them go and do it. He say no. He say why? He said, I'm a new creature in Christ. He say what? You see, it doesn't matter what they feel of you. But he said that kept him. Speaking God's word kept him. And he said, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. But environment, they are always seeing me getting angry in my office. It's good. That's why I should be saying it more. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Because your righteousness 
was not credited to you because of the things that you do. It was credited to you because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. So I can say with all boldness, if what you do did not bring the righteousness, what you will do tomorrow will not take it away. Say again, I am righteous. Tell them, I tell you a secret. I tell you a secret. I am righteous. I is righteous. Glory to God. Let's go to the book of Romans 8. I think we should start from verse 11. Now look at this. Now that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Now you are qualified for the glory. The glory has come. The glory has come. Now let's wait. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also do what quicken, give life to your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Twelve. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. If you live after the flesh, after performance, you shall do what? Die. Let me just say this sideways. Anything that you are doing and you put performance in front, you will crumble in it. You will die in it. For if we live after the flesh, performance, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. I'm not going to talk about that now, but listen. You use the word flesh and the word body. They are not the same. When we're in school, then they'll teach us and do everything is the same. No, it's not the same. You know, it's okay. Now you feel like you use the word flesh here. They're not going to use the word body. No. That's what it For us, Many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Now, he said that if we mortify the deeds of the body, we shall live. Then he used the word for. Some of us we did engineering. And we are told that we cannot speak English in engineering. Then our only calculation with it too. Do I have adequate eyes? We have witness. But at least with our small English, sir, we know that that word for there. Thank you. It's a conjunction word. It's a conjunction word. Hey, oh, look at the English. Remember, it was all written in chapter and verses. Telling us that what he says on top, this is how he wants you to do it. So he said, they that mortify the deeds of the body. Right? He does not tell you to give five rules. Don't shake sisters. Don't hug sisters. Dress shabbily. And don't put cologne on. Yeah, oversized suit. And pencil trousers. Uh-uh. How do we modify the deeds of the body to live? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. How do you how, how to be successful in life? Believe you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And be led by the Spirit of God. Allow the Spirit of God to lead you. There are no laws. Amen. I said anyway, people like carry stone to throw at me. 
I tell my friends out there, I have been in the gospel long to learn that they don't need to compromise to what people want to hear. Just preach the truth. Because soon now, very soon, amen, we will stand before God to give account. There are no laws. There are no laws for us to keep in the New Testament. Believe you are the righteousness of God because of what Christ has done. And do what? And allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. As a matter of fact, the leading of the Spirit of God replaces the keeping of the law. In chemistry, you say something, some element displaces some other element. The leading of the Spirit of God displaces literally the Ten Commandments, the law. Yeah. So today, amen. What is our own law? The voice of the Spirit of God inside us. He's leading us. He's speaking to us every day. He leads us even to your dressing. I believe the Spirit will tell you. Follow your own inward weakness. Be led by your Spirit. I'm coming back to this. I'm coming back to this in our next teaching. But let's move first. Oh, I just like that part. That is just it. Just be refreshing, amen. Be led of the Spirit. Quit being mechanical Christians. Five things to do to succeed in life. 17 step, 28 step to finding a good wife in life. Yeah, volume two now you now not 30 steps. How to find a good wife? How do you know how how do you find a good wife in life? Be led of the spirit. However, look, the first one is very important. Believe you are righteous of God. Finding a wife is not a difficult thing. Let me say that again. Finding a wife is not a difficult thing. And also, find a husband is not a difficult thing. There's no desperation. I must get married this year in Jesus' the end. There's no desperation. All those seminars are work seminars. Flesh, sir. I must get married this year. It's a lie. It's no desperation. I don't know about it. I've never been a desperation for me. I tell people, I say, look, people are looking for a job. I say, look, when, when you are so much stressing, looking for a job, you have put your mind on the wrong thing. When I was leaving school, by the time I was graduating, I knew exactly what God me to do. I knew exactly what God me to do. I didn't know running around writing application or no application. Mm-mm. I know what God me to do and I entered it. And I don't believe that my own case is special. Everybody is the same. I am called to preach. You may not be called to preach. But you will know what God to do and you will enter it. For example, God me to do it and be looking for money for capital. I've never seen a pastor say that he didn't start church because he didn't have capital. Have you ever seen that happen? It's not the same call. The pastor will come with Ghana must go or this thing into town. And 12 years later, and then they abuse structure, everything. This day he was raising capital, so he could not start church. So if God said, do that business, enter carry your Ghana must go and go there. Just this afternoon, my brother, when he started one uh, football watching cinema, I said, eventually, when everything started, he calculated, he has 10 millions. You understand that if he has sat down to calculate and see you're going to spend millions to start it, you wouldn't have done it. But he believed that what God wanted to do, and he did what? He stepped into it. Millions have gone into it. Step out! That's why you believe you are the righteousness of God. He gives you a power, He gives you excitement first, but when, you, when something matters, get excited from one to another. When a neutron. It's excited and move from one level, a smaller level to a higher level. That power it gets, I'll jump it up. What is it called? Listen, listen. Anything it calls, 
Let us get it. What I want to say. No matter what it's called, eh? When you believe you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that's the kind of energy that you get. It not jump you from this level to the next level. It's the energy that pushes you up. That neutral that moves to the next one is the energy that pushes up. It's not in its own abilities. Then the light of the Spirit. Let's move on. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Now, you see, in Nazareth, talk about what? Spirit. First, you said, oh, he said the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, if we can have our body, if it's in us. Then you're not talking about spirit. We have not received the spirit. So now, it's not just your performance now. Now, it's a spirit. Even negatively, it's not your box, your body now. It's a spirit. You are not receiving a spirit of bondage again to fear. So those who are fearing or who yield to fear, right? There is a spirit they are yielding to. It's a spirit that is causing it to happen. So that they are fearing, eh? it's a spirit. But see, we have not received a spirit of bondage. That means that there is a spirit of bondage that some people have. But we that are born again have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But we have received the spirit of what? Adoption. Whereby we do what? We cry, Abba, Father. So we have received this spirit of adoption. This spirit that causes us to know the love God has for us. And it's us knowing this love that put us, I'm jumping the gun, but that put us in that arena of being more than conquerors. But it's a spirit that we have received that enables us to know that empowers us. There's something I want to see here about success in life. is the spirit that you have that you believe in. It's the spirit that you have that you believe in. The angel appear unto Mary and say, Hey, you are going to deliver and give birth to a boy. You're going to be a savior of the world. Mary said that, How can this be? Seeing I know not a man. No, the normal rule is that I need to sleep with a man to be pregnant. I've not slept with any man. And now you are saying that I'm going to have a child. Something beyond the normal. What did the angel say? Say, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. A spirit. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. And the impossible shall be made what? Possible. Hey, this life we are living is about the spirits that we have. Those are those spiritual energy that will take me from the level of not enough, bypass just enough, and put me to a level of what? More than enough. Is the spirit that I have received. Is the spirit I have received. It's not how diligent or hard or how hard working I am. No, it's the spirit that I have received. And this spirit that I have received, do you believe in this spirit? Let's move on. Do you ever for a moment think that when we stand and lay hands on people and they recover, it's because of our performance? Is the spirit, like the Hafa man will say, is the spirit that we have received. Is the spirit that we have received. Take your eyes, take your eyes off all those performance nonsense, motivational nonsense, and focus your eyes on this spirit. For our teaching and our preaching are not with the enticing words of men's wisdom, it's not the wisdom of men. 
but in the demonstration of what? Of the spirit and the power. Demonstration of spirit and power. When we say that sometimes, people are always taking up only on stage. Maybe as I'm saying right now, you're always thinking, okay, stand on stage, lay hands on people. It goes beyond that. In your business, in that workplace, there are what? Demonstrations of what? Of spirits. And there are demonstrations of what? Of power. That is what will make you stand out. Stop just thinking within the four walls of the, of the church. That's why Daniel was inside the center of politics in his time. But you see, demonstrations of spirits, demonstrations of power, make Daniel to do what? To stand out. And that what even brought Daniel to limelight. People are struggling to come to limelight. They are thinking limelight is if they can buy one certain suit, buy one certain cologne, do this, do that. <laughs> yeah. That will never bring spotlight upon you. Amen. But then, the king had a dream. And nobody could interpret it. I'm out of fact, he called it. Give me your that these guys have been deceiving him. I'm eating his money. And I say, I have a dream. They say, king, oh king, tell us. And we'll tell you the meaning of the dream. Say, no, not today. Say, the, the, rule have cha- the rules have changed today. Today you are going to tell me the dream. And you are going to tell me the meaning. No king. Nobody. There's no king in any kingdom that puts such demands on his magician. Thank you, sir. That's all I said first time. But I'm sure he told I said, look, look, look. I hope you guys are not trying to annoy me. Because already the dream is annoying him. He said, I hope you guys are not trying to annoy me. Okay, I'll put it on that way. If you guys don't tell me my dream and the meaning of my dream, I'm going to cut all your heads. Not only you, even all the people in your schools. Because they have schools of addiction that have been trained to lie to the king. <laughs> in the act of magic. Some of them say some facts, yeah. But that day, they were caught. And Daniel and his brothers were put in that school. So death was coming upon them. So Daniel said, Why are you put? So what? God tell us, king, to give us time. Give us time. But like that table, say, For we serve a God that revealed secrets. <laughs> Demonstration of what? Of spirits. A God that does what? That revealed secrets. That machine has refused to work and nobody knows how to make it work. A God that revealed secrets. We don't know how to write, how to construct this speech that we, we answer and pacify the people. A God that revealed what? Secrets. They all gave Daniel time. Daniel prayed. <laughs> God told Daniel the dream. And God told Daniel the meaning. Instant limelight. One of the biggest spotlights you can ever think of came upon Daniel. Daniel was already elevated. Before Daniel was one of the presidents. There are three, uh, four presidents, right? And Daniel was, Daniel was one of them. Look at elevation. In the affairs of politics, Daniel was operating demonstrating of spirits and power. It's not just the four walls of the church. I went for one of the other asked me to preach. Oh, Sakayaba, Yakayaba. That day, Vole Kashayaba. Nobody will go home that day. They will all be slain in the spirit. Hell, oh, demonstration of spirit. 
that they may never come. Demonstrate that spirit in your office. Solve hard matters. To come to a point that they cannot do without you. They have to just be increasing your salary to keep you. You know what I'm talking about? They have to increase your salary to keep you. And God tell me that there is a possible to collect some certain amount of money. Look, we're calculating said so the money that footballers collect in a week by kicking just one rubber with air inside. You can solve hard matters. And they'll be willing to give you 500,000 pounds a week. Say, I'm the righteousness of God. Now, you see, you must believe and put that value on your life. Amen. That Amen. value on your life. Some of those boys are in their 20s, so, collecting some money that they don't even know what to do with it. In their 20s. And even when they want to sign them, because they know their value in football, or they know their value. Some of them cannot even speak good English. They know their value in football. You see them pricing them. Say, no, no, no. How can I collect $100 pounds a week? How? Can you imagine? Hundred thousand pounds a week. Some of you are giving you two thousand pounds a month. You are jumping and giving testimony. Yes, and somebody said that how can they give him hundred thousand pounds a week? No, 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 no. You go and sign for another person. But look at the value of this man of God. Look at the value on this man of God. Look at the value on the men of God around. On yourself. Think about it a little bit, right? You know how many people have died. It not the anointing upon us. Not about watching football or scoring goals. They will have literally died. Let's talk to Christians. Do you actually know that if not because of some of you, some of us who have believed God, this nation will have divided. So can you see how valuable you are to the nation? So people have breakthroughs today in their finances. We have had so many testimonies of mighty supplies in billions. Six zeros, seven zeros. Lady wrote to me this and they say, Environment, you have been calling nine zeros. I'm glad to tell you that my own seven zeros have started coming. I say, Madam, you're on your way. Value, okay. Maybe you find it difficult to value yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror and say, This is me. Okay. Value that spirit that you have that spirit that you have received. Value that righteousness, that gift of righteousness that you have received. Is the one walking, not you. No, it's the righteousness, that gift you have received. Is that spirit, that mighty Holy Spirit that you have received. Look at it, say, if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwelleth in you. Can you see who you have received? The very spirit that raised up Christ from the dead. The very spirit that raised up Christ from the dead. That is the spirit that we have received. How can I be disadvantaged in life? How? How? So people are just good in mathematics and they feel they cannot be disadvantaged in life again. Like I said earlier on, so people are just good in shooting balls. They can bend it like Beckham. And they, they, they just feel they can't be disadvantaged in life again. So people that that's Chief Curry, thank God that guy is born again. Making three points anyhow in basketball. And it's physical talent. And he cannot be but his own is beyond his physical talent, the Holy Ghost. You know, and his sneakers he wrote Philippians for ten. I can do all things to Christ. They move fourteen. The fourteen. Night night fourteen. I said they are not gonna sponsor him. He took it away. I'm about his sneakers now is the fastest any sneakers done in the basketball world. 
and the boy can just do three points. And you know, God just so anointing there. I read about a month ago when I was in the UK. He did one impossible shot almost at the end of the game. From almost beyond the center circle, you took a He now has the highest three-point shot in NBA history. Now, think about such talent. They can't be disadvantaged in life. But with their own talent is just in acting. They can't be disadvantaged in life. So we seen their faces, so they have become models. Like that bread seller that was caught recently. Everybody is talking about her. Just her body figure. She can't even speak English. Today was telling me, he was just speaking Yoruba anyhow. But God gave her a good body. Are you hearing me? And because of her good body, she cannot be disadvantaged in life. Are you saying that the Holy Ghost is inferior to a good body? Or is inferior to how you shoot the ball? Thank you. I want to provoke your spirit. Believe the mighty Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. I believe that. At the close of the meeting, I told you about what? You are not worrying in life. Are you still with me? You cannot have the mighty Holy Spirit in you and trust in Him. And you set yourself to worry. No. You can't set yourself to No, 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 no. If you believe what He can do, if you believe what the Holy Ghost can do, you don't worry. To worry is a proof that you don't believe what He can do.